minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, you got Speedy. You've also got Eddie Van Adler, Helmsy. Uh, Greg and I are still in COVID. Uh, anybody having a good time with 2020? Let's see if we can <laughs> usher this baby on out of here. Uh, but uh, we are in our home setups uh, trying to wait on tests. Uh, so far, so good as far as how we feel. Uh, so uh, we, we've got a lot going on, and uh, we'll we'll tell you more about that when we come back. But first of all, look, at, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. I'm glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Uh, we really do appreciate you, and thank you for being with us, uh, some of you 20-something-plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's really amazing. Uh, don't forget, you know, we've got 12 working days of Christmas starting tomorrow. The first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas starts tomorrow. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, I'm getting really excited. You know, we, we, I know Speedy and, and his family, they've, they've had their Christmas decorations up since, uh, October 28th, but <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, I, I like every year we try to figure out our rhythm here and, and I really like, we got everything. We started putting up our Christmas decorations on December 1st, which was yesterday and uh <clears throat> actually no monday right i guess it was on the 30th so so we, we we got lights up yesterday we put all the trees up uh and uh and and decorated the trees i got i got called in that you know i i don't know what it is you know er, every year and and i, I want to ask my wife but you have to hand, handle it delicately um I know this is supposed to be fun. Now, all of our kids are too old now. They, they want nothing to do with it. They, they just want the trees to be up. But I don't know if – I'm like, Sherry, it seems like you and I are not having as much fun with this as we should because, you know, Sherry has a way she wants it done, and that's fine. I mean, we all can be – you know, I think we all have a little bit of this is why I like things done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I don't want to stand in the way of the way you want it done, but yet you want me to participate but yet you're constantly having to correct me for doing it the way that you apparently don't want it done. Yeah. Right. right. Do y'all run into that? I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's like, um, honey, I, I don't know. Am I, am I just here to frustrate you? I don't understand my role. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're best just to get out of the way, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes she'll assign me the little Christmas tree downstairs, which is the one that has all the ornaments, uh, <clears throat> that the kids have made over the years, you oh, know, yeah. all that stuff. And if there's any weird ornament, it goes on that one. And, uh, but then she claimed last year that she wanted me to do it because the, the way the kids have all grown up, that it makes her cry to do that tree. <laughs> so, so, and you know, she said, and as Bubba said, I know that you can look at a penguin at a blender. So won't you go put that one up? <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, so anyway, but this year it, it, we were participating and, and one time yesterday, I thought I was going to have a story on this show today <laughs> and I didn't want it. I mean, it was good for the show, but it would have been terrible for me. Uh, probably physically and in the house. So we have at our house, we have the three different ladder heights. We have the standard step ladder. Yeah. You know, it's, it's aluminum. I've seen you Uh, fall off that one, Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you saw me fall off the big one, didn't you? Or was mm-hmm. it the little one? I thought it was the little one. <clears throat> it might have been the big one. Well, I just saw you, you fall. Yeah. yeah it Quite been. the so spill. Then, yeah, so then we have the medium one, which, which is things that are – and then you have the big one which means I, I got to get to something way up there. So, you know, it's, it's a hassle if you have to use more than one of them. And so Sherry, you know, the, the trees this year, where we get them from, they said where they grow, there was a little bit of a drought. So the tree is still, it's, it's nine and a half feet high, but, uh, but it's not as big overall as some of the ones we've had in the past. 
but it, I mean, it's still plenty big. So she got into the stepladder situation and then we get down to this angel on top. Okay. And I dread it every year. (laughs) I dread it every year. And and I'm like, this always leads to some sort of argument, you know, to some sort of, I, I just don't know why we do this. I honestly don't. I wish, honey, I love you just like you are. I love your five foot one self. This is one of those moments. I wish you were six, eight. <laughs> so, you could ju- so you could just put that angel up the way you want it. We're showing it. Okay. Rick. Yeah. And so, so, and, and Sherry likes it to look like it's flying over the tree. Well, boy, okay, it she, does. I can tell yeah. you that. So, so anyway, so she gets the step ladder out, which is only what, maybe how tall? I mean, six it's not foot. six foot. Six I don't know. Usually. Is it even six foot? Maybe. Okay. So, so she won't, I start going up it and I said, well, honey, I'm going to have to go get the, the medium ladder, mm-hmm. the one in between. No, no, it's too big. And you're going to, it's going to bang up against the tree. Cause you know, you set it out. It's too yeah. wide. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and she said, you can get up there, get up on top of the step ladder. <laughs> I said, you want me to stand on the green, the top of it? No, that's dangerous, Rick. <laughs> and uh, Where it says, do not yeah. step here. And, and she said, well, I can stand up there on it. I'm just not tall enough. I said, yeah, but honey, you have balance. I said, you know, I, my right foot doesn't even work. I'm, I'm an old man now. I'm going to fall into the tree. Do you want me to fall into the tree? Oh, and, boy. you know, you can get up there. Just get up there on the top of it. Mm. And uh, so, so then I said, well, I'm going to push it over where I can put my right hand on the wall. And, I, and, I, and she said, I'll hold your, your ankles. I'm like, honey, <laughs> what are you going to do if my 265-pound self goes diving into the tree? There's nothing you can do about it. And uh, so I get up there, and and I'm 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 propping with my right hand mm. on the wall. Uh, if you can see on the picture, see the door there that goes out onto the porch. Can you see the door behind the tree? Uh, yes, yes, I, yeah, we see that now. All right, all right so I'm it's in I'm the corner of the, the room there, and yeah, had picture no idea the ladder that was on the right side of the tree, and me in that little cubby over there where, uh, where the couch ends mm-hmm. and the tree begins. I'm right in there. Oh, okay. So, but but I'm propping my feet. I mean, my hand on the wall to keep my balance. Mm-hmm. Okay, now now I'm standing on top of the. I don't know why I'm up here. Right. I know I, I know that we're about to be you know a story, and you know there's a side of me that says I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Great story for the show tomorrow. What about the ladder uh, kicking out though, Rick? When you're leaning over, it wants to kick out away from you. I I know. So she says she was going to hold it steady. Mm. So I finally get the angel up there. Well, now as as if I'm standing on the ground with the tree that comes up to my waist. She begins to give me all kinds of pointers. No, you need to do this. Well, I can still see some of the, the <laughs> tissue under it. Push that up in there. Take both your hands, Rick. Hold it, hold it with your right hand and then adjust it with your left hand. I said, Sherry, what are you talking about? I, I can't do that. I mean, I would have to be a ballerina. I mean, I, I can't. Who do you think you have up on this ladder? Uh, and, uh, and, and she starts getting, Rick, you need to have it pointed toward the door. And I said, I don't even know what your what door. <laughs> you know, at one time I'm turning around to the door. I said, why do we want her looking out or him or whatever? You know, cause there are no female angels ever documented in the Bible. So I, I'm always told, you know, these, these are not women. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, uh, we, we try to get the, 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 and point in the right direction. And I don't know how it happened, but, but finally I'm up there and I get it in, in a, and now look, it's, you know, I just hope and pray it doesn't adjust and, and, and tilt. But but she had me in a very precarious situation, and I was able to survive it. And and uh, and as of right now, I've not fallen into the tree yet. Mm. 
Well, it's it's dangerous doing that. I mean, we yeah. we know people who've fallen off ladders. You can really be hurt bad that way. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a sick part of me that for the show kind of wishes you'd have fallen into it, not gotten hurt or anything. Uh, and I apologize for that. But uh, well, the tree, the tree break your fall. That would yeah, 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 that well, would have well, been great. Well, well, here's here's the thing that gets me though, and y'all have all been there, is that the person on the floor, and my wife can be one of the worst on this. The mm. person, the person on the floor. Do they not understand that you can't see the angle they can see? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Apparently not. Rick, Rick, can't you tell that's crooked? No, baby, I'm trying not to fall into the tree. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point this out too, because we have we've said this for years, and I completely understand it. And but this comment of I would have mm-hmm. liked to see you fall, but not get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside <laughs> of Adler, every one of us that falls gonna get hurt yeah. at our age yeah but no, if the tr- right. if the tree that's, would cushion that's an inevitable fall, at this point yeah if the tree could kind of cushion his fall yeah maybe not get hurt too bad maybe sprain an ankle or something i guess so that. you got him spraining an maybe ankle. i give you that. well sadly a lot of us are in the hip zone now you yeah. know we're i know that's what i'm getting at mm-hmm. yeah are we that old yeah Here, here's what i think the problem was off a ladder yeah if you look at that picture the odds are I could go out that door. You could. Oh, or you could fall into the tree and the tree out the window on the back. Okay, yeah, maybe I don't need to wish that. That's <laughs> oh, me. That's awful. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, now we're falling out of the house now. Sure, sure. <laughs> you would what, Greg? Window's closed. I would sign up for that and see that. <laughs> yeah, and I know we're going to break, too. Do y'all get into this thing, too, where they want the ornaments deep into the tree and then some of the ornaments oh, out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we make up our mind on this? Mm. Wow. We're just trying to keep all our lights on. We're, we're due for a new tree. We're going to take this one down this year by throwing it away. <laughs> 15 minutes past more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Now, we're going to go phones right now. Harry Murdahl uh, is is set up and ready to take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Dial us up now. Go ahead and get in line. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Bring up whatever you want to bring up, and we'll chat with you and get a little feedback from you there at 866-WE-BE-BIG. The O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, I do want to point you to some items that will be happening in 2021. Uh, we've got a man church uh, one-day event. Uh, I'll be uh, joined by Rich Wingo and Andy Blanks uh, going to Charleston, Missouri, uh, First Baptist Church, Charleston. You're, you're welcome to join us for that. Uh, you can find that at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. You'll also see many churches across the country. We're now at 101 churches that are implementing the manchurch.com's um, uh, discipleship strategy. So some of these are just tied to some of the local churches, but I do want to point you, that's one that you, anybody can attend, and it's more of a conference. It's a one-day conference. And then we have a full weekend conference, the Pursuit Men's Conference in Dothan, Alabama, the home of Newstalk 103.9. They're at the Dothan Civic Center. It's our second year to do that. We'll launch our brand-new 40-week curriculum that weekend. Uh, Rich Wingo will be there. Steve Farrar will be there. Uh, Also, Brody Kroll will be speaking to that. Eddie Van Adler, his dad, Michael Adler, and other singers and musicians will be doing the, the praise and worship for us. So that's February the 19th and the 20th. And you can get those tickets now. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Uh, and, of course, you can find an O'Reilly Auto Parts near you. And, of course, don't forget, too, uh, that O'Reilly Auto Parts, uh, they have better parts and better prices every single 
day. Bubba, as we line up phone calls, I know you had one update, and then we'll go to the phone calls. Yeah, we talked about the Pittsburgh-Baltimore uh, game, the Steelers-Ravens that had been postponed like three or four times. They're going to play this afternoon at 2.30. Uh, the Ravens will be tested again today before the game with a point-of-care test that returns results within 30 minutes and are viewed by the league as more accurate than the point-of-care test that they used earlier in the season. And if the point-of-care tests are negative, the game is on, according to ESPN. But So they have changed their rapid tests from what they were using at the beginning of the year. They don't say the names of them or who does it, but it is changed. Yeah, I think you're going to see more of that because the rapid tests, the early ones, are not that reliable. Sounds like they're trying to improve them, which I hope they can. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, to the phones we go. Speedy, where are we headed? We got Anthony in Talladega, Alabama. Anthony. Hey, Anthony, what's up, buddy? Rick and Bubba, Green Acres and Monkey Grass. Oh, right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you being out there. I, uh, I have a quick question. I understand you're talking about possibly retiring your Christmas tree hmm. maybe after this year. Yes. I know you said maybe it's about time to get a new Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, it I is. So I've you... rewired it about three times. It's time <laughs> to get a new okay, one. Okay, <laughs> so you're putting the lights on yourself. It's not pre-lit. Well, it had some pre-lit, but now we've put the lights on ourselves. Gotcha. And Betty stores it under a big cover and rolls it in and out of the garage. So I, you know, I don't even remember what came standard equipment on it now. Yeah, I, I understand. Well, I have uh, an idea for a contest. I think any Rick and Bubba fan would be so happy to have Bubba's Christmas tree. So a Bubba's Christmas tree contest, somebody can win. So you're saying a contest win Bubba's Christmas tree? <laughs> win Bubba's tree. That's right. Yeah. Instead of throwing it out in the trash, I bet somebody would really enjoy having <laughs> Bubba's Christmas tree. Yeah, but remember, the fact we're throwing it away means it's a fire hazard. Bubba, your trash might be their treasure. <laughs> huh? Well, be. I'd hate I'll for you to bring treasure in it, burn your place down. You know. Now, let me tell, let me tell you what I'm noticing Greg's face because all he can think about is he's got to ship it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and That'd look, be bad. And let's not talk about Christmas trees. Greg Marco Poloed uh, us trying to get his up and lit, and it was quite. You think tree, and you think big tree, and then you got Greg's. That thing's a monster. It is so big. 12 footer. Yeah, which means he's got money. feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Rick, he didn't have any help, so he would put the lights on. He didn't have two ladders. So I needed he, two he, tall ladders on that one ten foot. Tell him about having to throw the string of lights around the other side. You know, it's fine when you can walk around it, but then you get to the high part. Well, I got to put it on this side and then throw them and hope they land kind of and then move my ladder to the other side and grab them. And then you look and they're hung up. Ooh, I threw a few, I threw a few Greg fits. <laughs> That's so good. You can just imagine. Christmas cheer left the building. Yeah. Again, I don't understand. I thought the putting the Christmas tree thing up is supposed to be something joyful. Why isn't it? I don't well, know. Well, this stupid thing was pre-lit, and it was fine. But now none of not not some of them don't work. None of them work. So you're putting good lights on bad lights. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Melanie and Coleman. What's up, Melanie? Good morning. Hey. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey Melanie. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys, I appreciate you so much. I've been listening to your show um, through all the coronavirus. I'm a teacher, so I've been at home, you know, but now I'm back in school. But I was calling about my Christmas tree. Um, My sweet husband got me a real tree, and it's 12 foot tall, and we had the lights on it and had it all decorated. Um, Last night, I just finished it, and we're sitting there on the couch, and the entire tree fell right in front of our face. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, but oh, wow. it's still there this morning. We couldn't even get it back up. 
because of the stand and the way it is. So, so oh. I have a Christmas tree laying in my floor right now with broken ornaments everywhere. Oh, that no. is hard. Oh, man. I'm saying here's all I can think about. Is, is it somehow his fault? <laughs> well, my husband's actually kind of having some back issues. So my 16-year-old was the one who um, tightened oh. the tree into the stand. Mm-hmm. So we're not certain if everything went exactly right with that. Um, so I don't know, but it's a mess. <laughs> Once again, I make my case for the turnkey. I make the yep. case again. I mean, <laughs> I there, there's just nothing better than the turnkey. Yeah, Rick, you're right. I mean, there, there I are feel, things to say about I feel that. horrible for her. <laughs> Can God, you imagine man. sitting there in that big slow gun come oh, fall? Oh, my oh gosh. no. 12 footer. Don't forget 12 footer. And, and we all wish that it happened to somebody on the show. But oh, I, mean, I know. I, I know. I, but not, but not, one, not me. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, looking at it? Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, whoa. Uh, and there it goes. Uh, let's go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hey, how about this? Oh, you can sit there. I, you know what I would have done? I, just because this would have been therapeutic. And Melanie, this is something you may want to think about if you're still listening, is to stand over it on the ground and sing Oh Christmas Tree looking down. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh Christmas Tree, Oh, oh Christmas, Christmas tree, tree, how lovely were your branches. <laughs> All right, let's try to squeeze one more in. Carrie in Robertsdale. <laughs> Hey, good morning. Hey. hey. I need a punishment for my husband. Uh -oh. um, mm. Yeah, he ate my leftover dressing. Ooh. Oh, well, could he, was it not supposed to be? Did you call eaten? it? Yeah. It was, I did. It was, it was mine. We both had our, our plates that we took from my mom's. Oh. I had mine, and he had his. <laughs> and while I was um, out shopping for him, Saturday, he ate it. He so, said he threw it away because it was two days old. But he, no, 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 no. He ate it. it, was gone. it was so gone. you're you're saying the dressing just got to him. He couldn't resist. Exactly. Well, so, I understand. Yeah. So I, I, no, 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 no. It was it was mine. We all get it I once know. a year. Once, I, I need I need a punishment. I need a punishment. Well, here's what I would do. I'd Cut make him get uh, Here's what I'd do. I'd make him go hunting just so he can get away from it. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you punish him and not let him have fun putting up the Christmas decorations? That's right. You go hunting, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I tell you what, you get out of this house and do whatever you want to because I can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm not saying he should have done it, but I understand. <laughs> I do. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get back to more of your phone calls momentarily uh, the, as the show does continue. I do want to point you to butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Go there and you can have these delicious meats delivered directly to your door, contactless if you if you prefer. Uh, and uh, you don't have to worry about this. Also, cut down, cut down some. Uh, how many times you got to go out? And say, hey, we need. Some, you want to grill something? Ah, oh, we can't grill. Well, you you want to do this? Let's make that. Do we have any meat? But see, with butcherbox.com/slash Bubba, you always have a freezer full and a refrigerator full of delicious meats. And uh, when you're dealing with ButcherBox, which I love getting the emails from all of you that show us the ButcherBox showing up every month, and we love it here at the house, we're talking free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork, 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, to fresh-caught uh, salmon, 
and scallops also that are delicious. If you haven't tried the salmon and the scallops, I would uh, highly recommend this. Now, right now, and Bubba, what's better than us telling the audience we'll give you free bacon? I mean, what's better than that? It don't get much better than that, and it smells delicious. Yeah, so their bacon is the best I've ever had. (laughs) We'll give you free bacon for the life of your subscription if you sign up today at butcherbox.com slash Bubba. That's butcherbox.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find it right there under the sponsors button. So if you've never gotten ButcherBox, do it now, and you get bacon for the lifetime of the subscription. Um, So, Bubba, I know we're recovering your Christmas tree situation. You've made it pretty clear this is her last year. Yeah, well, you know, Betty has like eight or nine of them. So, uh, (laughs) you know, sadly, three, four, maybe five of them, this may be their last year. So we may have quite the uh, throwing out when we're done. It'll certainly help speed up taking everything down. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we we had a we had almost a, a, a Christmas tree disaster Saturday morning. We were uh, sitting at the bar eating breakfast. You know, we were watching some TV and talking about the uh, the day's events. And Betty turns around and bolts off the stool we're sitting on at the bar mm. and starts screaming, "Chloe, Chloe!" and stomping her feet. Now, Chloe is our 14-year-old cat that stays outside. But from time to time, Chloe gets to come in as a little reward for being good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so she, she was in. And as I turn around to see what's happening, Chloe had – I thought she was climbing the Christmas tree. That's what I – I thought that was, you know, what we were up against, which is not good. If you've had a cat no. go up one, they will pull them over. Mm-hmm. But Chloe had been up under the tree digging, and she had she was hunkered up, Rick. I mean, full hunker about to do her business up under the Christmas tree. No. And Betty <laughs> runs in there screaming, Chloe, Chloe, banging her feet on the floor as she goes, scoops the cat up, goes across the living room to the front door, gently tosses the cat out the front door before she got going. Mm. And I thought, man, that's a – I mean, you talking about scoop and score. Huh? So, so let me ask you this, you know, cause I know that, you know, I've always made the joke and I know if it's an outside cat, you're probably not doing that. So y'all don't have a litter box. No, no. Yeah. So they're outside cats. Yeah. They're outside all the time. They stay in the garage. They've got mm-hmm. a cat door. That's the one but, that the raccoons you, keep getting in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if you bring a cat in though, that doesn't have a litter box and is used to going outside, isn't there always a danger of this? Well, yeah, but she, she gets to come in from time to time. She usually will go somewhere, curl up and take a nap. You know, and that, I think that's the whole idea is to give her a break right. for being outside where our our twenty five pound cat terrorizes her sometimes because mm-hmm. she's you know she's not the spring chicken anymore. Um, so you know, and and Betty who is you know part Doctor Doolittle, uh, you know, <laughs> and part Ellie Mae Clampett, she she you know she keeps this rotation going, but she doesn't get in a lot. It's just every now and then, right. and she was in, and buddy, she saw that tree and she was digging it. Well, think about if you're in the animal world, they look in your house, they see eight to nine trees. They think they're still outside to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, hey, what's the big deal? I go under the tree in the back. Who cares? <laughs> By the way, I will tell the cat, though, if you're going to get let in from time to time, hunkering down under Betty's Christmas tree cannot help. Going no, forward. it's it, it, it will not help you once it gets like 25 degrees outside mm-hmm. to get to come in. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you well, know, you know, you, nothing says 2020 like hunkering down under the tree. Well, you know, you know I, we've made several <laughs> jokes about that. I mean, it, why not? You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, at this point in 2020, just anything, you go, ah, oh, whatever. You know? All right, so let me ask you this, because I know over the years we've heard about these these multiple Christmas trees in yes. your house. Yes, And and we have two. We have, you know, which is the the main tree that's supposed to be super nice. Then we have the the tree that, like I say, is just fun zone tree. So in years past, we used to have a snowman tree, and I finally said, you know, th- three trees is too much. It's just too many trees. And so well, I'd like to get down I, to three. Yeah. So you guys, <laughs> but is there a grand tree, like the, the main tree? And then you have these other smaller trees. Are they all the same size? Uh, they, they're different sizes, different, uh, what I call thickness. You know, some of them are a little more skinny, mm-hmm. but, uh, Betty has one in the living room and then one in the dining room. Mm-hmm. The dining room w- one usually goes up first and it's called a Thanksgiving tree. Right. Right. Uh, I remember she, seeing that yeah, last year. And, and she'll put the lights on it, but she she will not put the ornaments on it till after Thanksgiving. So it technically is not a Christmas tree at that point. And then she has one usually in the den mm-hmm. that we have, and then she has one in our bedroom, and then she has one in both kids' bedroom, and then one downstairs. <laughs> now, that's just the ones I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, so wait a minute. You know what our attic looks like most of the year? A forest. A forest, yeah. Well, now you, yeah, now it explains the confusion of the cat. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so there's they're all different themes. Uh, like, do they all have like there's this ornament always is on this tree? You know, uh, it's you'd really have to ask her. I, okay, I can't keep right. up with it. You know, it's just it's beautiful. I'm glad she does it, but I've I've told her, I said, Betty, you don't have to do all this. But I want to do it. Okay, well, fine. Mm-hmm. Then I'm I'm good with it. But you know, of course, I have to wire them all mm-hmm. so that they're on our remote control system. I can cut them all on and off, and mm-hmm. all the uh, you know the lights. Each hearth has to have lights well, on. Of there, course, you know. yeah. Our mailbox that. has to have a wreath on it. To you know all this. Oh sure. And I'm saying, Betty, you know, I have to repaint the mailbox every year after the wreath gets done with it because <laughs> it looks like a cat's climbed on it, you know? Well, no, I know. We, we got wreaths. You know, one of the things that I always enjoy every year, and it's not a given, is the snow villages. Mm-hmm. And I just I love to sit and look at snow villages. I just, you know, last night, Bubba, I did my deal where I sat on the couch, put the pillow by my head, and stared at the Christmas tree. Oh, Rick, I, oh. I haven't done that yet, but I'm about to because we finally Gosh. got a few packages out there. You know, for just a minute, you don't even know what a disaster this country is. <laughs> Rick, it, it doesn't matter what all's going on at work, what's going on in Washington, yeah. what, what Fox News has said or didn't say, or what's on Newsmax, and you just you just get under there, and it's it's. Look, if you if you don't have a cat trying to go to the bathroom, it's really a nice place under mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I had a. And by the way, don't think I didn't see the Santa hat picture yesterday. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. wonder. Are we going to bring that up? That's We're going to talk full, about that. That's a full sweater. That's. A full I think, sweater. and it's also a full segment. So I mean, yeah, we got yeah, to. Yeah, I, I saw that, that picture, and uh, I knew it was coming. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd have preferred it to be on Betty's Instagram, not yours. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, but, well, the fact that it was growling about to bite her. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. But how about this? I had one of those dilemmas last night, and and I and I, I aired on the way just to get through it because Sherry knows I love for the snow villages to be up, but yep. but, but, but because I just like to stare at this little fantasy world, like especially more now than ever, I I picture myself living there as opposed to this country right now, and and so so, but I've never slept in in the room that I'm sleeping in now. It's a guest room. And it's it's kind of in the front of the house uh, because of all the different you know family members being home and us doing all of our distancing on COVID and mm-hmm. does anybody have it not have it. So 
they her she and and the boys i heard her saying last night i went to bed and i sent everybody hey i'm going to bed well i guess she didn't really think about the fact of where i was sleeping <laughs> is right where the snow villages are being put up so if you're putting up the snow villages <laughs> I can hear everything you're doing everything. in that room. Yeah. I hear the conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear the clanking of the lights. I hear when all the lights didn't come on and, and they can't figure out why the lights weren't on. And it was one of those switches that you had to flip switch on. Yeah. I heard all that. And I thought to myself, she's doing this so that I'll wake up tomorrow and see the snow villages. Yeah. So yeah. If, I, if I come out like with the matted beard and say, Hey, I'm sleeping in here. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to be unappreciative in a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I had to lay there and listen to them put up the village <laughs> And I never let them know that they were keeping me awake the entire time. Uh, and, and so I did when they finally quit and I went to sleep, I walked out today and there were the snow villages all set up and, and, and that's not an every year thing. Cause mm-hmm. it's a bit of a hassle because there's a lot of them, Yeah. but, uh, but, but, you know, it, Sherry has set them up. So we've got the carolers are up, both trees are up. The lights are up. Bubba, you mentioned the wreaths, you know, wherever oh, they yeah, come gotta from. Have that. yeah, they're, they're up the, the hearth, you know, of the, uh, uh, you know, gas lighted, uh, f- fireplaces that we never use and never successfully <laughs> used since we've owned this house for 20 years, but the, but it's nice to have these to put, you know, oh, yeah. whatever, what do you garlands? That would you call them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. yeah. Oh yeah. Tons of and it has to have lots. Yeah. Gotta have that. Gotta oh, have yeah. that. Hey Rick. Yeah. I got a good idea. Next year, maybe the guys that put your lights on your house can put the snow villages up. Yeah, hey, <laughs> how about that? You know what? I, I never thought about that. Could be underneath as like a bonus package. When they get the tree in there and put up, do y'all, do you and the workers stand around with hot chocolate and take one good look at it? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Home? I didn't this year because they thought I had COVID. But <laughs> only, <laughs> you know that's well, impressive. They got all that done in one day. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, It is a Wednesday if you're listening or watching uh, the show live today. So the Wednesday Bible study back today. It'll be noon on our YouTube channel, Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. It'll be archived soon soon after, as is the norm. Uh, When we go on vacation at the end of the year, obviously uh, there will be uh, no new uh, Bible studies until we come back. Uh, The big year ender is the 18th of December, and the 12 working days of Christmas starts tomorrow with gift number one. So be paying attention, 12 big gifts. Bubba's got them all in line. we got them set up, and we're ready to go beginning with the first gift of Rick and Bubba Christmas tomorrow. Also, if you're shopping, uh, rickandbubba.com, but be sure and click on the store for all the Rick and Bubba items, uh, maybe like this uh, Rick and Bubba University sweatshirt that I'm wearing here today or uh, any of the Rick and Bubba items that are available. There's some great ones, including this year, uh, the Rick and Bubba box that Speedy is holding up. Uh, it comes with the big Rick and Bubba logo on it. It's got Bubba and I's cartoons on the side of the box. The box itself is kind of cool uh, that it comes in. And then inside, you've got all kinds of cool Rick and Bubba stuff like a Rick and Bubba beanie, Rick and Bubba socks, Rick and Bubba uh, Christmas ornament, uh, also some Rick and Bubba snacks uh, inside there, and a really cool Christmas card that comes from each member of the program. All of us have signed it, and it'll be a Christmas card to the person getting the Rick and Bubba Christmas box, or you can get it for yourself. And of course, don't forget all. Also, the new Rick and Bubba CD, Follow the Science, a radio pandemic. Also, a new item that is available. There's a lot of cool items there. Uh, Now, Bubba, we we said that we have um, more people on the phones talking about um, 
uh, you know, the, the Christmas season and, and various questions they may have? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, we do. Uh, let's see. First, Rick, uh, we're going to go into the tree uh, talk, and then we also have a song that someone wants to sing to us. Alan it says he's in Aniston and has something for you. Alan? Well, the weather outside is frightful, but inside it's so delightful. And as long as we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah! Okay, and there, no, Alan, there it went. we go. There it went. Alan got a good voice. He, he called yep. before with that. We told him to keep calling. Mm-hmm. Really? So this has been ongoing? Mm-hmm. Alan will sing one. Okay. Hmm. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. Appreciate Very that. Very nice. Very nice. Ah, let's go I to Lisa. I wondered where he was singing this time of day. I don't know. Uh, Lisa's in Tuscaloosa. That's a good question, <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> Lisa Hi, goes, good morning. Hey, hey. Hey. Uh, in an effort, uh, one year we got our artificial tree out, and it was looking really rough. Lights were getting out. So we decided to throw it out, and in an effort to build memories with our four children, we took them all out through the woods to look for a tree that's, you know, our Griswold family Christmas tree. Yep. And we, after hours of searching, we find two trees that look pretty good on one side but not so good on the other. So we just took those two trees, tie-strapped them together, and put it up in the living room. Now, once we decorated, it really wasn't that bad. But hey, that was the hey. year that we had two trees pulled together into one tree. Hmm. Our That's kids a good idea. Don't... Hey, have you emailed that story to Jeff Foxworthy by any chance? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have not, but it would probably it would probably be one that he would mention, yeah. yeah. Our kids <laughs> laugh about it to this day. Yeah. We laugh That's fantastic. About that. We call it the Gemini tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is uh, it just me? Is it just me, but I've never been in the woods and saw a tree that I thought would be a good Christmas tree. Maybe it's just where I hunt. I don't know. You know, I have never... a couple of times. I, I would think, wow, that would that'd make a good-looking Christmas tree. I, I really? never have. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I um, love the uh, Christmas tree that Gary posted. So he finally got his up. Uh, it's all bent gosh, over. Gosh, that was yeah, funny. That it really was. was. Funny. And speaking of that, let's go to Jordan. He says, he says something about pulling a Gary. Jordan, what's all up? Right, is, is, are we going to fire it in there with Jordan? I don't know. Oh, we need to, don't we? Hold on, Jordan. we got to fire it in there before yeah, you can go. we got to fire. we got to fire it. i got to pipe. Yeah, it's under fire. All right. Yeah, it's not under Jordan. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. All right, go ahead, Jordan. Go ahead, Jordan. Good morning, fellas. Green Acres to you. Oh, okay. Glad you're working. Awesome. So, so I know y'all are familiar with uh, what a Karen is, mm-hmm. what a can is, all that kind of stuff. Well, I've got one that I've started referring to as a Gary, after friend of the show, Gary the Bulldozer Man. So... So my family has a tradition, the day after Thanksgiving, we uh, live in Tallapoosa County. We drive west over to Wetumpka, Alabama, where is the, uh, they have a Wadsworth Christmas tree farm. Great mm-hmm. place, great okay. folks. Yep. So the, tree, the trees they have there are cypress, Virginia pines, that kind of thing, things that will survive in Alabama. So we go down, cut down our tree, and these trees, maybe at the tallest, are about eight, nine-foot trees, and at the trunk, you're talking everything from the size of your wrist to maybe your forearm, and they've got these hand saws that, you know, they on racks sitting around where you get down there, and it doesn't take, you get down on the ground, it doesn't take but 30 seconds to just saw off this tree, very old-fashioned, that sort of thing, but then you have your Gary's, who 
uh, all kind of fit the same look profile, and they come out there toting their steel farm boss chainsaw <laughs> that they fire up for all of about three seconds <laughs> to cut down these trees. And, uh, you know, every time I see one of those guys, I'm like, okay, all right, Gary, calm down a little bit. But I also this year thought about Rick and his, uh, and his battery-powered chainsaw, and I could just imagine him and Sherry going out there to pick him out a tree and cut it down. And, you know, Rick with his, uh, back up, uh, Sherry, I got to do a little tree work here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know uh that so, that is um that is pulling a gary i don't know why i mean hey why don't anybody come up here with an axe or a saw I mean, well I, jump, that was my question I, I know the trees vary in size but how would you how would he prefer that they get cut down well i well, guess they he provide says you're the supposed saw. to do the old yeah. experience thing you know uh, there's some people uh, let's do the experience you mm-hmm. and i can't relate to that bubble you know we can relate to can we get the tree up well yeah. why uh, do we want to go back and do it that way i mean if we're going to have the whole experience i guess we need to ride our horse over there to get it yeah right yeah and then drag it it back through town yeah uh let's try to get beth in beth can we get a condensed version of your story we've only got about a minute yes very condensed um so kind of like bubba throughout my old tree this year go to home depot go to lowe's find my tree uh they did not have it in a box so i had to bring it home in sections so i rode with the front of the top of the tree and the passenger seat Middle of the tree in the back seat, bottom of the tree in the trunk. Get home, get all three pieces out, go to put it up. I bought a seven and a half foot tree. I have eight foot ceilings. I forget there's a 19 inch base. Oh, no. You got, you got too much yeah. tree. Too much yeah. tree. Way too much tree. So at this point right now, we are decorating a Grinch tree because the whole top is bent over. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. It, you you can go that route, or you can get out the old uh, you know the old clippers that you cut limbs with, and you make it a little shorter. There you go. <laughs> you know what? Would you be open to just the the top half, not even putting it on? Just have yeah. the, the, the three pieces. The just take the middle just, one. Just take the top one off. Yeah. <laughs> you have a, little... a good fat tree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all I could think of. But having it been, I appreciate your commitment to the, that is funny. To the Grinch format. I yeah. bet it Top looks of the funny. hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Seven minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show coming to you from two places today, uh, the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, which you are accustomed to. Greg and I are still in COVID quarantine back from Thanksgiving, and uh, we uh, will be joining the guys either after we get our final test as a negative or if it comes back as a positive, uh, then we'll stay out. Uh, of course, the CDC numbers continue to change. We've gone from 14 
uh, to 10. And Bubba says he has an update that they may even be changing it now to seven. Uh, but anyway, uh, we will follow the protocol as best we can. So far, so good. Uh, Greg and I, neither one of us have uh, really uh, uh, produced any symptoms of any consequence that we can tie to COVID, but uh, we still will wait and see uh, if uh, it comes back positive or negative. We did a prolonged test because of the, um, the more accuracy that uh, that provides, even though you do have to wait a little bit longer. Thank you for modern technology. Speedy is there with Adler and Helmsy. Uh, at Master Control, as is Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And let me just say Merry Christmas to one and all. How about this? We're going to start a Merry Christmas tomorrow with the 12 working days of Christmas. And I, I'm looking mm-hmm. at uh, the gift list that Speedy just sent me. I mean, we're, we're looking at some big-time gifts again this year. And uh, one of our sponsors has teamed up with us, too, that, you know, you have all the different things that you may want, but we're also going to give you, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards that you can buy whenever you want uh, on a couple of the days. Uh, uh, and we just had two big prizes come in, I think, yesterday or the day before. So uh, it's going to be uh, quite uh, the giveaway uh, and it starts tomorrow with gift number one of the 12 working days of Christmas. Yeah, that'll be fun. We I, we may have the largest number dollar-wise of stuff we're giving away than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have it down to the penny, but it, it's going to be a very Merry Christmas for a lot of people. Yes, it is. Well, looking forward to that. So as, uh, as we start this hour, um, you know, Social media, it, it can be, you know, a lot of fun to be able to, when it first started out, you know, you check in on your friends and family. They may have a little family picture or something you want to see. And and uh, so, you know, yesterday, you know, when you're in, in uh, quarantine, you, you can get a little, little, little time on your hands. And I'm flipping around, and all of a sudden Bubba's Instagram comes up, and then I saw it. There, there it was. There it is. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Can't hide it now, can you? Well, <laughs> um, I think you're referring to our dog Gracie that was in a sweater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You talk about you talk about in a Santa hat and a sweater. Well, hey. it's it's actually a little one piece outfit, so okay. it's like a hoodie almost. Oh, is that, all right. is that supposed and, uh, to make me feel better? And uh, <laughs> well, I I had not I was not aware that the that the hoodie was around and was going to be broken out. Mm-hmm. And the dog come running through the den like something was wrong. And it had that on, which owned me to begin with because I wasn't expecting it. And then, and then Betty came, and it and it was trying to get it off by rolling in the floor mm-hmm. uh, unsuccessfully yeah. at the time. And uh, so Betty came in, and and uh, she was going to uh, show me the the hoodie and the dog. I mean, it 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 obviously didn't like it, didn't care for it, even mm-hmm. though it was cold outside. But. Uh, so Betty was going to get the, the sweater off the dog, but then the dog started growling. Mm. And, yes. you know, and she growls normally anyway, uh, like just to let you know what she, you know, her emotion is on certain things. Like if you start to move her while she's sleeping, she'll give you a, you know, like just leave me alone type thing. But she, she was, she was doing the full bore. Hey, I'm about to bite you, because mm-hmm. she was not happy about having that hood, hoodie on. <laughs> well, and, and why would she be happy about having it on? This, <laughs> this is back to the human experience again. Of we like to have animals, which is fine. Uh, there's not a dog anywhere on this planet that says, you know what? Today, I kind of hope somebody puts me in a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it is funny, I guess, what they get used to. Some of them will tolerate little outfits like that, you know. Then, they, Of course, the, the ladies think they're real cute and everything. But, 
uh, it, it caught me so off guard. It was funny the first time to see it run through the, yeah. the den, and and I, you know, I'm like, hey, uh, our dog is wearing a hoodie. What, what, yeah. What's that about? Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, we. You know, we, we, we it's one yeah. thing for the dog to have it on. I mean, I've I've actually seen the dog come through here with some various apparatuses <laughs> on. Yeah. But to take a picture of it and post it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny. I was trying to spread a little Christmas cheer. So Bubba posed with it. Was he? So I haven't no, seen he, it. No. no, he wasn't in the picture. If he was, oh, okay. I would have had to delete it. Oh, I was yeah. hoping he was in. No, I, I took a picture of it growling about to bite bed. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah, holding it. Yeah, uh, yeah the, line, the line is crossed as if you're in the picture with the animal. Right. Yeah. Right. Look, the, these sweaters, the only ones I like, have you seen the ones that, like, they they were a hockey player, and it's his legs, and it's holding the hockey stick, and it's on the front of the dog. Like, Look, it goes running in. Well, a lot of times, Betty will have a little Christmas collar on her, and it's got little bells on it. Oh, boy. So I hear Betty come walking yeah. through, and then you hear ching, 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 right behind her, because that dog usually does not get more than about five foot from where Betty is. <laughs> We have one dog that will wear anything, and the other one that anytime you put anything on it, it tries tries to bite it off. Yeah. It's, it's like oh, it yeah. can't and it can't get to it. <laughs> For some reason, they spin in circles trying <laughs> That's to get it. Oh, Greg, that they is do. funny. Yeah. Look at that. How funny is, <laughs> that, is that? that? We we had a couple of Dotsons years ago when the kids were little, and they were they were a couple of hoodlums, is what they were. They just went around and destroyed everything. Anyway, Lisa put sweaters on them, and I'm talking about within 10 minutes, they had ripped each other's sweater off and got in a fight. Greg, they, you, each one of them ripped the sweater off the other one. Greg, yeah. do you mean the Dots Hound? The Dots Hounds. <laughs> Let me tell you, them, and they were outside. No, these some guns were rough. They killed snakes. I mean, yeah. they were just like a couple of hoodlums, and they yeah. fought. I mean, they would fight violently with each other. I, I had a Dotson growing up and uh, had a couple of them, and uh, boy, they, you're talking about a dog with an attitude. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. This nothing. Yeah, the the uh, we, we um, unlike the friendly uh, Mauser that we have now. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to ask you guys something because one of y'all mentioned earlier in the kickoff hour. This is Mutt Day or something. I it know, is National kind of National Mutt Day, so we celebrated Mister Buddy. Yeah. Uh, so here's what I want to ask. So I know when a dog is purebred, it's not a mutt. I got all that. We've talked about that for years. Here's where I'm confused. Isn't like, say, Buddy, for instance, who's, you know, within feet of me outside on the, on the screen in porch. Hmm. He is not pure anything, but he's a combination of two specific dogs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Aren't, those just, aren't those just mutts, too? Are hybrids hmm. just mutts, too? No, I think, uh, the, I think yours is a, is a bred-type dog. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, but, you but, bought but it from it's a breed. Right. It's not a purebred of one breed, though. Right. You're correct. Well, it's just a way for them to charge you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah right, but it wasn't free that somebody dropped off in your front yard and all of a sudden yeah. you inherited no, the dog. No, I'm just talking about it, what is the definition You're of correct. a mutt. A uh, definition of a mutt is it's not a purebred, right? Well, correct. I think, to me, a mutt is a dog that doesn't look like any kind of purebred dog. You know what I mean? You can't – you go – uh, that's not a eh. i don't know what that is it's a mutt you know but like like with ours it's a mauser so it's part mauser and part uh no it's a mauser so it's part part maltese part schnauzer i gotta get that right i have to think about it for a minute this is like yeah, a bad I, science experiment yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah i was just wondering though isn't that a mutt though by definition well i to me when you combine two breeds it's still a a fancy breed you know to me, mutt doesn't fall into any category. It's just a brown dog, and, and people can't even 
They can't even say, well, that's a big... No, it ain't. It's uh, got some shepherd in it. It's a she- no, it's not that. It's, uh, it's just a mud. Yeah, my, it's just a my mud. My dog is that. You look at him. He looks, he's looks. he got a little red healer in him. You can tell because he <laughs> looks like a dingo. Yeah. But you don't know what he is. I mean, there's no clue. Yeah, I think yeah. Mr. Buddy is a mud. I don't think Gracie and uh, Buddy is... Are, I wouldn't classify them as a mud. Really. Mm. Well, I've heard this before. The best definition of a mud I ever heard Mom is this, and Dad was just passing through. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you have those. A mud, a mud is the dog that comes out of wedlock. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. There's, oh, my God. <laughs> there we go. Have boy, Adler. It's Adlerat. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? When, Rick, I'd like to see kids. you go get Buddy and bring him on, show mm-hmm. him to us on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rick, come on. He's yeah, all dressed yeah, up. Yeah, you're going to do that. I'd like to see Mr. Buddy. I'd like to see you have him, too, Greg. Yeah. I love how we got sold on getting something that was mini. It wasn't. They're not mini. They're full <laughs> no. size. I, I mean, they, they, look, the breeders, they, they pulled one on us. They got us. They got me on that, too, Speedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, a mini Australian Shepherd. It's not. No, it's not. It's not mini. No, it's <laughs> yeah, not. I've had, I've had uh, pre- breeders go, there's really no such thing as a toy anything. They're just breeding the real mu- the the small ones to try to make other small ones. But there's no breed of a toy. Yeah, yeah. or you yeah. just take the rud out of the litter. Right. Yeah. You know he gets so, he gets pushed to the back. He doesn't get as much to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we were kids? Somebody'd have a dog and they called it a Heinz Fifty Seven. Oh yeah, because yeah. That so was a many mutt. Yeah. breeds they called it the Heinz Fifty Seven dog. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Don't forget the website. Rick and Bubba spell out the word and dot com. Go there, find out everything that you need to know. Prepare yourself for the 12 working days of Christmas tomorrow. If you want to shop the Rick and Bubba store for Rick and Bubba gift ideas, just click on store uh, and get your shopping done and uh, get all the Rick and Bubba folks in your Christmas list taken care of. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the hour rick and bubba show thank you for being with us uh hey how about this just 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 found out that bubba you know we forget how many new people there are uh that have joined the show within the last year uh and you know we're getting and and i'm checking this out and and helmsy's letting me know callers calling in um people don't know what we mean when we say 12 working days of christmas i'm just so I, I'm just so accustomed, you know, to to there being all the veterans out there, but there's a lot of newbies, so we need to quickly let them know what we mean by this. So uh, we we have 12 working days left, starting tomorrow, uh, before we get to the big year ender. If you're new to the program, every year uh, the show shuts down for the last two weeks uh, of the year, and then a little bit into the next year, uh, and we go best of shows, and then everybody being off on New Year's Day and on Christmas. So, uh, but Bubba and I will be off uh, for two weeks, and then we'll come back and start a new year. So, what we do in the last twelve working days before the big year ender, the last show of the official year, we give away a Rick and Bubba gift every single day for twelve days. And all you have to do is listen for a prompting from us on what caller you need to be to win it. And this is the prompting that you're waiting for. This right here. Jingle bells, 
So when, so when we play this beginning tomorrow, we'll tell you what caller to be. And if you're that caller, you'll win the gift. It's really that simple. Yep. And we got great prizes. We'll tell you about them each and every day. And they go up in value till uh, the very last day that we're here. And we'll give that away. And, boy, we've got a nice one this year. If you like ping pong, mm-hmm. let me tell you. And ping pong is fun. Even yeah. if you're not a ping pong player, it is right. a great family thing. Yeah. And, uh, boy, we have got, I mean, the Cadillac to give you on that. We do. We do. It's a great little prize pack here from Bumper Nets. Um, and also, don't forget, we have a Pradco gift every day as well added to what we give away, and it's a Moultrie Mobile uh, that they dropped oh, off. that's right. We have yeah, 12 yeah. of those, uh, and we'll just that's, – that's our little Pratco happy, uh, just on top of everything else we got. So there's just all kinds of stuff that we'll be giving away. It, it'll be the, <clears throat> some of the most sought-after gifts of the year. And then, like I said, this year uh, we're going to have two days where we just give you $500 worth of gift cards, and you go buy whatever you want. That's right. How cool would that be? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, uh, so be standing by. And some other traditions that some of you new people may, may not be aware of is White Trash Christmas, the mm-hmm. song. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, Zach Tyson, wasn't that the guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zach yeah. Tyson. Mm-hmm. Zach Tyson. So do y'all want to do the first playing of that? We can. And uh, let me now? give you – yeah, and if you don't mind, let me give you the spelling because we always get this. It's Z-A-C-H, and then Tyson is T-I-S-O-N, and he's on yeah. uh, iTunes and all that. Yeah, it's called White Trash Christmas. Now, some of this, for a lot of us, and some of you may be from a similar culture uh, that we are from, some of these lyrics are going to hit a little close to home. Yeah. Okay, so just just be aware of that. Uh, but uh, we will now play it for this year's 2020 Christmas season. Here is Zach Tyson, White Trash Christmas. <laughs> Six and Miller Lights We'll be having us a party on Christmas night 
us, everyone. Bacon, eggs, and beer for Santa. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Oh, Zach Tyson, white trash Christmas. What a Rick and Bubba Christmas tradition. Boy, doesn't that just up the old Christmas spirit right mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Well, some of that hits close to home, Bubba. You you actually nearly had the cat take a dump in the floor, which is the only thing different. <laughs> well, the the dog had already beat her to it, so uh, you know, it's always something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, some of those visuals. I mean, guys, we've we we know them, we've seen them, we've yeah. lived them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 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 tough. It's history, and, is what uh, it is. Memories. Yeah, so you can get that. I think uh, every year, like you said, Speedy mm-hmm. Bubba, we were asked about this. So just spell his name right. He's out there on uh, you know all the. Music, Apple Music, and yeah, all that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, search White Trash Christmas or Zach, Z-A-C-H, Tyson, T-I-S-O-N. Yeah, he tried to do a follow-up, remember? It, it mm-hmm. fell a little flat. But, it did. but that one right there is fantastic. Yes, it is. That's <laughs> That one's a keeper. <laughs> he huh? hit that one out of the park. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and oh, it's he a did. toe-tapper, well, he, too. He, it's, he, it's clever like, and a toe-tapper, yeah. you know? Yeah. And what did Greg say? You know, you can only catch lightning in, in, in a jar so many times. Yeah. Yeah, you can't write a song about a dog running from air and expect it to really take off. You know, yeah. no, no, it's not when you're following up that one. No, thanks, can't. buddy. Right. I think we'll Greg looked at it as a sequel. We be big as our number. We'll take more of your phone calls when the Rick and Bubba Show continues. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Thank you for being with us uh, on the program today. And I will tell you this, guys, we we've got a, a lot to cover, uh, and and more of your phone calls coming in. But I do want to point you to mypillow.com. Has anybody gone there, by the way, to see if you can see into the? The, the the COVID treatment thing. I keep hearing this, but well, I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm getting conflicting. Yet. I'm getting conflicting things. We need to get to the bottom of it. I really don't know. Well, you know, even though I have been quarantined to a different room in the house, guess what went with me? My pillow. I, I don't. I don't sleep. I, I look. I got to have it with me. Now, a lot of you maybe haven't even started the my pillow journey. I mean, you don't even have the premium my pillow. But right now is a great opportunity because. Uh, you can get the standard queen premium my pillow for only twenty nine ninety eight right now. Now they're originally sixty nine ninety eight, so you're saving forty bucks. So take advantage of that. Now, if you want to go to the king size my pillow, just add five dollars. Uh, but still, uh, it, it is it is tremendous savings right now, and they're going to uh, extend the sixty day money back guarantee all the way to March first, twenty twenty one. So if you have any issue with the my pillow, uh, between today, if you go and buy it today, and March 1st, 2021, uh, they just refund all the money and you're out nothing. But you're going to love this. There, there's also some uh, some great uh, Christmas gifts at MyPillow.com, you know, uh, other than just the pillows themselves, including, have you seen the, My Pillow, have you seen the MyPillow bathrobes yet? Uh, they're made with luxurious cotton. Uh, they're relaxed fit style robes, Bubba. That means they'll fit you and me. Uh, they have superior comfort and quality. It's going to be Extra real long relaxed. Staple cotton. Yeah, <laughs> they, they give you a premium premium softness. And what he's telling us is, if you and I put it on, it's not going to fit us snug. <laughs> yeah, I usually need one like they use for a car cover for a Volkswagen. <laughs> hey, do you and I need to, another person need to pay tribute to whoever came up with relaxed style pants? Yeah, relaxed mm-hmm. anything. 
Relax Fit. Whoever whoever came up with this Relax Fit technology, we love you. Uh, but right now, use the promo code Bubba at MyPillow.com when you click on Radio Listeners, and uh, you can save 30% on the bathrobes as well. So go to MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com there under the Sponsors button. Bubba, I understand we have some sort of science update here. Rick, we have a space update. I know this will be very interesting to you, as it is many other folks. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting on the theme music to hit. There it is. There it is. All right, so Bubba, is this involving this asteroid? Do you think Thomas Dolby still is is, still claims that? Is he still excited, or has he heard all he wanted to about it by now? No, (laughs) he he still likes hearing it, and he was actually getting to go play a few small venues, but now he can't anymore because COVID. But I bet you can watch him live stream; he'll play it for you. I bet he still gets a check every month. I bet somebody's using that. It's pretty good theme music for different things, <clears throat> dealing with science, of course. Yeah, possibly. You know, he may get something off us using it. So, so there you go. Science. So check this out. The big, uh, the big telescope in Hawaii that's up on the mountain way above the clouds spotted something odd in the solar system on September the 17th. Some, and, and it was an object that was streaking toward Earth. Some uh, astronomers said it was an asteroid. Some said it needed uh, more research. Others noticed as they began to study the object and word got out that it had kind of an irregular orbit. In other words, it was Uh-oh. it was doing a little curvy shimmy action as it was going along. And they said that's not uh, normal for a natural asteroid. And then they began to think, is this, uh, is this some type of man-made object? And uh, it, it zoomed past Earth, uh, Rick, yesterday at, at 31,000 miles. Now, you think uh, 31,000 miles is a long time or a long distance, but it's really not on the big picture of everything, being that the moon is only 240,000 miles away. 31,000 is, is a fairly close shot coming by the Earth. Now, scientists use data and images, and they're still studying it, but they do believe they do believe that it is the upper stage of an Atlas Centaur rocket that we used to send Surveyor 2 to the moon. Now, we, if you, Rick, I know you're up on your, on your Surveyor program back in the 1960s. And was this the Mercury 7 bunch or just it, well, it was, before it, it or was in It was in the 1960s. We were getting ready to land a man on the moon. Uh, we were in the Gemini project, but okay. Apollo was on the drawing board. And they were sending unmanned probes to the moon, trying to get pictures, trying to find out, you know, the gravity situation and all that. The Russians had already landed uh, a, a vehicle on the moon and had sent back pictures. A couple of weeks after that, we got Surveyor 1 down, and it was the first time that the U.S. had landed something on the moon. And then a few weeks after that, actually a couple of months, Surveyor 2 was supposed to land on the moon. But on the way to the moon, they had a malfunction, and the rocket went out of control. So Surveyor 2 actually crashed on the moon. But the upper stage of the Atlas Centaur rocket apparently disconnected from it and was hurling out through the solar system. So it's been out making a big loop and finally came back toward home. But the fact that that thing left the Earth in 1966 and come roaring back by is kind of wild. That is. 
Well, that is interesting, by the way. When the moon is in the seventh. Uh, do you remember that? The age, age yep. of Aquarius. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I, I mean, I actually am pretty much interested in that. I mean, I have to admit, sitting in this room during a science update with me able to see outside in the backyard and all that <laughs> is, is difficult. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure it is. But, but, I, but I will tell you that, that that is actually pretty interesting. Well, they were able to determine uh, with radar that the object was about 41 foot long. Mm. And that is almost exactly the length of the upper stage of the Atlas Centaur rocket. And they didn't know if it had uh, crashed on the moon, too, or, or where it went. Of course, it went shooting out into space. Yeah. But it's made a loop back around and come all the way back home after leaving in 1966. Man, that is quite, you know, you're talking about a round trip. That's a yeah. trip, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, let me ask you this question, Bob, because I was flipping on cable uh, the other day and uh, Apollo 13 was on again, uh, which I love that movie. Yeah, and, it's a great uh, movie. I, yeah, and I like the right stuff. And I'm interested, Helms, in the Disney Channel doing kind of their own little series on what was kind of the movie, the right stuff, too. Yeah. But, uh, but I was, uh, you know, we, we had the different parts of that issue. When, when, these, when, when we disconnect, you know, from, is it from the Eagle? When they disconnect yes. and they're yeah. ready for splashdown, is that what they leave behind? Uh, they left the upper stage of the lunar module, which was called Eagle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, that, and they saw the damage on the side when it went by and all that. Well, I'm so sorry. What, well, I'm sorry. What, 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 Eagle was on Apollo 11. I don't remember what they called it on 13. Okay. But but that, I have the right yes. apparatus yes. correct. Yes. yes. The upper no part of the lunar module. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the limb. So, yeah. The limb. So, so what – Whatever happens to all that, does it fall back where? Where, where does it all go? Because we've done that a number of times. Yeah, most of, most of the time, the, the gravity of the Earth will catch it, and it will orbit for a period of time and then fall and burn up in the atmosphere. Because it's not designed to come back through reentry, so it, it burns up and is basically vaporized because when it comes back from the moon, it is smoking. I mean, she's going about 24,000 miles an hour. And, okay, uh, so most of that just burns up on reentry. Correct? Yes, yes, that's correct. Most of it we never hear from again. It has, you know, vaporized. Mm. What do we have sitting on the moon? The moon rover, right now? <clears throat> yeah, like what have we left up there? Well, we left the base of the limb or the lunar excursion module, as it was mm-hmm. called, that was or the, the lunar eagle, module. Right, that landed. Yeah. Well, each one of them had a different name. So we right. had uh, we landed eleven, twelve, thirteen didn't make it. 14, 15, 16, and 17 are all up there. The last three, I think, had rovers with them. And they also left uh, some experiments on the surface of the moon. I know even Apollo 11 left a laser reflector so we could shoot a laser and determine the exact distance the moon was from the Earth. Did we Did we agree that what we'd always thought, did that number come back accurate? Uh, yeah, and it you know it, it varies during the year more than what you probably think it would, but uh, it you know the the orbit is not exact, so it wobbles a little bit. You know who's messing around on the moon right now? Who? China. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're planning a base on the backside of yep. the moon, mm-hmm. and they're doing it on the backside so we can't see it yep. with telescopes from Earth. What do you think about that, Rick? Mm-hmm. See Doug's side. that mm-hmm. that and I mean China. If, if we got to keep our eye on that bunch, I uh-huh. mean they, they well they, Biden's about to be in charge. Rick, he'll do that. Yeah, yeah. You, Come you, on, you, man. By, by the way, does anybody believe he broke his ankle playing with his dog? Anybody? No, no. he just fell. No. I mean, we we all know, guys. No yeah. way this guy gets through four years. I mean, <laughs> Kamala Harris is going to be running the free world. 
Did, did anybody did, think he can get four did years? You, in? I don't. Rick, see did anyone. you did you hear what Kamala said when she heard the news? What's that? She said his foot. I said his neck. Oh, oh that's hey, good. Can, can I ask that? A, that's good. Man. That's good. Man. You want to stop it? Yeah, I want to ask a question okay. real quick about <laughs> that's the, good. that I picked up in the right stuff with Alan Shepard. It, what I'm about to ask, I want to know: Is this a, everybody knows that, or did I just learn? Do, does this shock everybody that go? I didn't know that mm-hmm. that Alan Shepard, because of the delay, he thought it was just going to be a total of five hours from the time he got in there to the time he got back. The trip up and back was 20 minutes, maybe. Mm. He it got into a couple of delays. I can answer this for you. I, it got into a couple of delays, and it'll be an eight hours, and he had to pee. Yeah. And they said, just go in your suit. And so he went in his suit. Yes. So does that a, everybody knows that kind of thing? I thought everybody knew that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. How about this, Helms? I knew it. That should tell you all you Okay. Because well, when I watched but, the Rye stuff and saw it, I looked it up thinking they've just added this. This is Greg's mind. Greg was playing my mind mm-hmm. a little bit. And I thought, well, they've just added this for effect. And I looked it up and I'm like, my goodness, he did. Helms, Helms everybody you, knows that. See, yeah. that's, what I, that's what I figured. Helms, <laughs> what you don't know is why Rick knew that. <laughs> And I'll tell you when we come back. <laughs> really? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show we're back 866 we be big is the number 12 working days of christmas starts tomorrow uh gift number one be paying attention and ready for that uh, also wednesday bible study back today uh, live on the youtube channel and i'll be sitting right here where i'm located now uh here at the house but we still will do that today adler and i'll make sure that's available to you live and archived helmsy and adler will put links out on all of our social media platforms as is the norm on Wednesday. Now, Bubba, you were mentioning Alan Shepard going into the break. Okay, so Helms didn't know his Alan Shepard history, so I'm, I'm going to tell you how Rick knew I, I'm fired up about this because <laughs> I currently have – I just finished yesterday the new – the right stuff on Disney+. Plus. I had never seen the movie, didn't even know there was a 1983 film that I will go back and watch. So yeah, this pretty is pretty popular. Pretty popular movie. We were at uh, the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, Alabama, when we went to space camp. Many many years okay. ago, and yep. it was it was also a date. I can't remember uh, what it was, Rick. You may, but it was some big date remembering the Apollo mission. I don't remember what year it was, but they had a a real big blowout there at the Space and Rocket Center, and Alan Shepard, Admiral Alan Shepard, was there to speak, and uh, we were there at the same time, and we were kind of in the backstage area where he was and uh you know rick had been really just just covered up with nasa information that week okay you know? oh man and because we'd gone to movies we'd gone to rides we had done space camp i mean we'd done all kind of stuff and so we meet alan shepherd and I'm, i mean i'm i'm a little nervous because he's a hero to me you yeah, know sure he's kind of a big deal he is he is the only person i know of that's hit a golf ball on the moon i mean that's yeah. a big deal you know so we go up to him and start talking to him. 
Admiral Shepard is not the warmest person you'll ever say, run into. He's, he's not depicted as that in, in these uh, things either. He, he's, Bit of a handle. Uh, he, yeah, well, that I can I can tell you my firsthand experience was not a warm and fuzzy moment. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no well, he's not chummy. No. <laughs> he, I would say he's probably the Greg Burgess of the space program. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. Um, so... Sorry, Greg. For those of you that are watching the right stuff, you know he just gracious. I know he's not in studio, but he's right there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, every group has that guy. Okay, you know, can be a little difficult. And um, so, and I, I'm, I skip over some of the details, but as Rick and I are walking away, not exactly fulfilled from the meeting we've just had, Rick turns to me and says, "Well, at least, at least." We didn't TT in our spacesuits. Oh, my. Yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That did happen. Right. That absolutely happened. And you probably said it a little louder than it needed to be said <laughs> with us walking away from Admiral at the time. <laughs> yeah, and if I remember, I don't think I used the word TT. No, I think <laughs> you cleaned it I don't, up. I don't see you using no. that either, Rick. No. Well, well, describe, describe Bubba's face when uh, Alan Shepard was being rude to y'all. Oh, <laughs> to my little Bubba? It, Greg, it would have been the same face you'd have seen if Tom Petty had flipped me a bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, I, I held Alan Shepard in such high regards. I kind of, I kind of halfway expected him to be difficult. And I thought, well, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Yeah, I was not older. I was know? not. And yeah. uh, he, well, at he least was, you got that autographed picture for y'all's friend. We did. <laughs> he, he signed a couple of things, and uh, and and you know, under protest, and we moved on. And uh, but I, I, you know, going even even after kind of getting the cold shoulder, I I, I still liked Alan Shepard. You know, I, could, I mean, the highway in front of the Space and Rocket Center is named after him. You know, crying out. Hey, Bubba's like an abused woman. You know? <laughs> I still love him. <laughs> I still love Alan. Yeah. I still think he's great. He didn't mean Al- Alan Shepard was a jerk. <laughs> mm. Rick, you just gonna tell it. He was an absolute jerk, uh, and, uh, and 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 it, and it hurt Bubba's feelings a little bit. Well, of course, I just, it, it, it was like I was just giving a green light. There, <laughs> there wasn't anybody else around. It was just us three, best I remember at that particular time. And the, you he's know, still a jerk. I, mm. I just felt like they probably he didn't need to go to that jerk level just with us there. You know what I mean? If there wasn't mm-hmm. any, they, he, he couldn't be doing it for show. There wasn't anybody to see it. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like anybody else was going to ask him <laughs> yeah. for an autograph. All right. <laughs> Greg, Greg, it was I, so I bad, though. That, we, we, we got ourselves in that position. You thought, well, if you can get right here, you know, then, uh-huh. then, then he'll finally be nice. We understand being a jerk where everybody's after you. Sure. And, yeah. You know, whatever. But look at us back here. All that's been taken away. And <laughs> yeah. all, all he did then was just find fewer people to be a jerk to. Yeah. <laughs> really, Rick? You were VIPs. Greg, I mean. that, that was the thing. I thought, well, we're VIPs. He's a VIP. Yeah. There's a certain VIP courtesy. Yeah. You know, yeah. we yeah. give to each hey, other. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but that, you know what? I was mistaken about that. <laughs> Yeah, Greg, all he did was make sure that we intimately knew he didn't want careful. Yeah, the only one worse is Carl P. Mayfield. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you brought that up. Can I say this? Carl P. was warm compared to oh, Alan Shepard. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Greg, all, all this meant was that he would be a jerk with us while we were eating off the same uh, uh, sandwich yeah, tray. <laughs> so just a jerk in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> so did you carry Bubba to the car, Rick? He was so tiny. Oh, uh, well, it, it, it broke his – I saw his little spirit. I mean, it, it, you know what he looked like? A kid who, who got up, 
got his uniform on, could not wait for Saturday's game, and opened the curtain back. It's pouring rain. Well, <laughs> you know, Rick saved me with his comment, you know, and I, I know that's why he said it was to cheer me <laughs> up. Hey, I know I ain't never been to the moon, but I ain't never <laughs> could he hear that yeah i think so. yeah of course he could <laughs> so, so the portrayal in the movie is really correct he's you, not you, not very likable speedy no, you know how no, quiet are when they day. when yeah, they've been yeah, offended see, he, in, in the comparison to greg and i understand the comparison but he makes greg like mother Teresa. oh yeah uh, yeah it, it was pretty brutal wow. it was pretty brutal i, I think i'm rude was it, was it worse than the flag girl cutting you off at the christmas parade in montgomery oh yeah, yeah. you've yeah. seen your little santa hat it may it may have been the worst one I think I've experienced as an adult. <laughs> Greg, wow. Greg, just just picture Alan Shepard, you know, taking Carl P. Mayfield's uh, place and slamming a door <laughs> while wearing a spacesuit. <laughs> oh, but God. you know what? I was like, you know what? He's Alan Shepard. Hey, hey, who am I? He's walked on the moon. Right. He, yeah, he's he hit has. a golf ball yeah. on the moon. Who yeah. am I? I drove Look. to Huntsville. Big deal. I've been up two thirty one. Look at me. <laughs> Right, no, you're right. I mean, uh, Brian Regan was right. He's a me monster. He's in that very elite group, and I guess there's a lot of license that comes with that. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I know this. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't ask him for a selfie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no. If, if he says, "Hey, have you ever been to the moon?" You know what I have to say? No, I haven't. No, <laughs> sorry, I have not. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport Greg and I coming from our homes as the COVID, uh, you know, protocol continues, uh, Greg and I, uh, had, were exposed, maybe, maybe not, uh, to COVID. Uh, we had, uh, uh I had, uh, actually a family member that tested uh, positive after Thanksgiving, uh, but no symptoms, uh, that I can tell are not just normal life things. Uh, no one else here at the house having any issues so far. We do have some tests that have been done. Should some should get some results uh, on that uh, tomorrow, Friday at the latest. Then we'll move from there. Uh, but uh, everybody else is back at the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, Eddie Van Adler, Helmsy, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, <laughs> glad. To, am I on? I can't. My head. I had my headphones down. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rick, I got You're, choked on a piece of bacon the very last bite. Right as we came back. Sorry about that. What, what was it? Those little fragments that'll get yeah. back there and hit no, get on the back part of your throat. I took a deep breath in to start the segment, and the way, she, way one little piece went that was hanging around. I thought I was going to have to play this. How funny! <laughs> you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what we're going to have to do there. Well, I'm going to tell you, I've been through that before. You may not be done. Do you, no, well, you? as you speak, I'm sorry, Hamsey, uh, as you speak, he is not done. <clears throat> this is on me, guys. I had a couple pieces of bacon left, and I gave it to him. Did you? Yeah, I was just trying to be oh, kind. Bubba, did you take that? Is that extra bacon you choking on? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought you had eaten already. I did. Ham's had some left over. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was about to throw it away. I didn't want to. Now let's it. not get carried away. I never throw bacon away. <clears throat> I would. I would have worked through it. <laughs> You Bubba, was, it, was it good and crispy before it choked you? <clears throat> it was. It was. I had I had that last bite, and I had to breathe in. You know, you you can't breathe through your mouth eating bacon. That's just trouble. 
now you're right. How, how about, is there anybody, cause I, I've met these kind of people, anybody on, on team Rick and Bubba that likes your bacon, not to be crispy. You like that chewy mm. bacon. Where I don't think so. And Adler's no. shaking his head. <clears> no, too, give so. me crispy. New, 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 new. You know, there are people that, that don't like it crispy. They like it where you pick it up and it, and it, and it <coughs> falls into a sea, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't like those people. Not no. a fan at all. No. Says a lot about them. I'll tell you this. I live and take a biscuit on the burnt side. Oh, yeah. I, just, I, want, it, I want it crisp, too. Bubba, Bubba you want to be Bubba's. dismissed, buddy? I don't know what – I can't hide you yeah, anymore. I, I knew I knew because I've been choked on cornbread or bacon like this before. It doesn't go away as quick as he, as he just hoped it went away. Just you want me to go get your water? <clears throat> no, I'm good. I'll, I'll go get one. Y'all carry on. You know what else will get you? Raw carrot. Raw carrot will get you. Mm-hmm. See, that's a that's an issue I'll never have to deal with because yeah, I don't eat raw carrots. <laughs> Ooh, I do. I you talking about those little bitty ones? Yes. What, They'll choke you. In yeah. are, are you doing that to try to do better? Yeah. I mean, you don't like want a raw. I carrot, think he dude. likes them, Rick. <laughs> I like them. Now you're right. I don't sit around and think about them the way I do. Maybe uh, fudge covered Oreo. You're right. <laughs> you dip that, them in what? Too. Is, what do you do? The in? fudge covered Oreo. That's almost, in my opinion. And I know this sounds odd, being a, a, a person who, who 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 struggles with the weight issue and, and loves food, but the fudge covered Oreo that almost seems like a daredevil snack. You know, hey, you think you can eat Oreo? How about fudge covered Oreo? You know, because it, <laughs> yeah. it just seems like it's almost too much. The white chocolate covered ones are mm-hmm. oh, heavenly. Yeah. How about I over uh, over the Thanksgiving break? I had it was it was white um, like white chocolate. It had Ritz crackers with peanut butter in the middle, okay? It, like a little Ritz crackers, uh, like peanut butter uh, sandwich with, with all the white. I, oh, my gosh, it was good. I I mean, I, I had to tell myself, stop eating them, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's not like it's a it's an M&M. I, I was eating them like that. Yeah, I've seen, we talked about before, Speedy's area is the sweets. Mm-hmm. That that area I can pretty much maneuver through, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not, not not struggle. I'm over on the salty snack side. I, yeah, I, I struggle with you know crackers and you know uh, chips mm-hmm. and and, that, and you know uh, hey you give me checks mix. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I'll just completely lose my <laughs> lose my mind. Our mom makes a homemade checks mix. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, love Good that stuff. Gracious, you know something else? A little I, Worcestershire in it. Oh, oh. Yeah. something else that I love. And uh, Adler got your headphones there, but uh, we used to make these things called haystacks. They had the butterscotch and marshmallow, mm. and it had the chow mein noodles and all that. Man, I love those things mm. too. Uh, real quick, guys, uh, bacon, a bacon cooking tip. I like to cook the entire pound of bacon because you know bacon's kind of a process. You kind of got to watch it. You got to yeah. be there. You got to turn it. it. Yeah, you got to sure. turn it all the time. I'll, I'll cook the entire thing, but what I'll do is I'll cut it into thirds or maybe even quarters, and then that way you can just stir yeah. it. And you nah, can just, just put you. it on high, put it on super high, and just stir that until it's all crispy yeah. and good. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. And then you you know you drain it or whatever, and then put it in a little Tupperware, put it in the fridge, and then you can throw it in your salad, throw it on a sandwich, throw it uh, even like in with your greens if you're cooking up some collards yeah, or cooking up baby. some spinach or whatever. Right. That's my take on bacon. Love it. <laughs> I love it, love so, it, love so it. So what is he he's just talking about? He he just does a, a stock of bacon that's always yeah. ready? Always yeah. cut a pound yeah, or cook a pound and yeah. then cut it up. He's saying cut it in thirds. I always cut it in half. Uh, but either way, uh, it helps It helps bring the crispiness to it. Yeah, because the, it's not you're so cooking long. It, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. cooking it thorough and move it around. He's talking about you can move it around mm-hmm. a lot easier too. And you can. Yeah. 
Hey, Bubba, did just you just cooking ever... tips with Rick and Bubba? It's all this <laughs> I, I, I love Rick and Bubba cooking tips. Yeah. Did you, uh, Bubba? Did you ever try uh, to cook that uh, sausage you were texting me about? No, I, I didn't yet. I didn't. It's it's on the list today to do something with it. Betty, it doesn't. She doesn't like cooking that as much as she does some of the other things, and I'm trying to talk her into doing it. If not, I may have to try it myself. Yeah, well, we're talking about this from the venison world. You know, when you get a deer process, there's there's lots of options how you can have it done, and and they offer sometimes. You know, if you would like to have a deer sausage, and I'm not talking about the summer sausage that's ready right. to eat, the actual that you fry and cook or whatever. And yeah, I'm, it's the same way here. For some reason, when we get into wild game, uh, that that is kind of a thing that my wife is like, uh, if it's wild game, then you're going to cook that. Uh, I, I don't know why, but it's um, Sherry would rather not prepare the wild game. She would rather me do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what the difference is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you thought you had it, didn't you, buddy? Well, you it, want me, you want, I you do want me have it. You? I do have it every time till I start to talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want me to get you some deer bacon, or maybe you should. Take it take it. <laughs> I tell you what, I wish I had right now, and that is some summer sausage, and I could be cutting it off that roll right now. Mm. You know what? I have got a freezer full of that down at Camp House. And Thanks, if Rick. I if I if I get back down there and ever get cleared of COVID, do you want me to bring something <clears throat> in? Yeah, I'd prefer Please. it not have COVID on it, but uh yeah. Well, you know, this thing <laughs> this thing with COVID too, the mind game, like I just got a text from somebody, Hey, you feeling okay? I guess. <clears throat> I you know, I, I mean, are there moments in the day that I feel like I'm fatigued? <laughs> yeah, but I but I'm older. Do my do, do my joints ache? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the temperatures dropped about twenty degrees, you know, in the last three <clears throat> three three days. Uh, that's pretty normal. Uh, do I, I, I? Sometimes I feel a little swimmy headed, but I mean, <laughs> Rick, I, I, if, I, Rick, I, if I, feel, I have it and I have to judge it on fatigue, I, I can't tell say. because I, I'm yeah. fatigued. Guys, every day. I got three kids. I'm <laughs> yeah. fatigued oh, every single day. You but got, I will, got, I will say this: my sense of taste and smell are still rocking. Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't have any issues there. I haven't had any fever. Uh, do I have a headache? <clears throat> you know, not not this headache where people are saying that it deemed them, yeah. you know, like they yeah. can't move, like a migraine or something. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I have a headache from time to time, sure. <laughs> uh, I can't tell. when you, The older you get, the harder it is to tell when you're sick. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, because, <clears throat> you know, when you're younger, it's such a difference in the way you feel from being sick to not being sick. Right. Yeah. The, older, the older you get, that line just gets more blurry. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you're, right. you're kind of feeling sick every day yeah. to some yeah. degree. Well, it's, right. it's, it's got Helmsy <laughs> thinking he's got low T. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not start that again. <laughs> well, you do. You came in with that. You said, guys, I'm, I'm mid-afternoon. I'm crashing. Yeah. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean right, well, And I told him it could just be the fact that he needs to get back on a CPAP that he just doesn't use. I don't, yeah, I don't and know. he's probably not sleeping well. Let me tell you, I'll sneak a nap in there. You got to be careful. I'll get one in a minute. So I get Bubba, steel, you- <laughs> I'm out. But listen, I've tried to run Greg Burgess down before in the afternoon. He he got up off that couch with his hair messed up too. So it, look, you get up the time we get up, especially the time Greg gets up. It, it ain't nothing wrong with a little power nap in no. the afternoon for about three, four hours. You just can't get under the covers, Greg says. <laughs> If you, you sit four down or five long hours. enough, you're going to go to sleep. <laughs> said four or five hours. Yeah. I didn't miss that. <laughs> yeah, the, the key is to keep moving. I'm fine as long as I keep moving. Mm-hmm. No no problem at all. Yeah, when I get steel, I am out. That, that, that's why I like the format of I start, I put the accelerator down on the floor, I take it off, press the brakes, and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. I've noticed the 15 after segment. I was kind of, you're not real sure about it. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, uh, Rick and yeah, Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs>
21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up, but uh, unfortunately, uh, as we make our way back, uh, some sad news, Bubba, and I, I know that you usually struggle with doing any kind of celebrity uh, uh, death. Oh, uh, man. But, I, but, I hope uh, this, this is true, really. I hate to hear this. Oh, man. Well, and, and again, uh, in, in our circles, we've uh, been fortunate enough to have him on the show several, several times. Uh, love reading his op-eds and editorials and uh, just a, a great voice of, of common sense. And, you know, at Rick and Bubba University, uh, we love the heroes of common sense mm-hmm. and, and also uh, people who seem to understand how the, uh, the economy actually works. Uh, and uh, we are getting reports right now that uh, Professor Walter E. Williams of George Mason University also was a fill-in on the Rush Limbaugh show for many years. And you heard him on our show. Even if you go back through the Rick and Bubba University podcast archives, you'll find our conversation with him uh, that he has passed away. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and they they are listing, uh, you know, birth date uh, March 31, 36 through December the 2nd, 2020. So, um, uh, you know, I still hope that's wrong, but I hate to hear that. He he would be 84 years old, and we don't really know any other information on him. I don't. Have y'all... Found any? Uh, just Life News uh, sent something out uh, that talked about um, the news and how sad everything was. And then Ted Cruz, as we talked about in the break, uh, retweeted that with some commentary as well in his tweet. Uh, and then, uh, as you said, Wikipedia updated his page. And then I've seen some other reports as well. Mm. Well, you, you hate that because that's one of those voices <clears throat> that now, more, you know what, but I almost feel. Uh, you know, I don't know his. Uh, we we had some discussions that um, I'm not sure of his spiritual convictions um, uh, in any great detail. But uh, you know, for someone like him, it must have been maddening to live in the illogical, uneducated, unreasonable society that he found himself in. Because uh, he 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 was pretty good at saying you you're banging your head against the wall on some of these these ideas that you have. And of course, he was. What I love the most was one of the first ones that were screaming, anybody who thinks the government is the answer to the problem uh, should only look at the government's resume. And as he once said, it's like asking an arsonist to come put out your house fire. Yeah, I think he even said that on the podcast we did. So, you know, I enjoyed him. He he was a lot of fun. He, he was very straightforward with his economics. He put it in a way, uh, a clarity that a lot of people, uh, you know, could understand like me and uh and he had a great sense of humor about him i, I know when he hosted uh, guest hosted for rush limbaugh they had a drop that he would come back to that said black by popular demand and i always thought that was one of the funniest mm-hmm. lines yeah and you know and you know sadly because he was conservative and sadly because he didn't get in line with what he felt like were were things that did not advance uh, the black community. He, he, he thought the black community had, had come through a lot, but with the uh, freedoms that are allowed in the constitutional republic, uh, that uh, the conservatism uh, is not black or white. Uh, understanding the economy is not black or white. Uh, understanding the Constitution is not black or white. Uh, that because of his views, he will probably not be heralded and the black community as uh, someone that um, should be looked up to are to be uh, celebrated. Yeah. Uh, Adler says uh, he has got, if you guys would like it, just a, a little flashback of when he was on the show talking about capitalism and white privilege. Sure. All right. Here's uh, Walter. Professor, Walter, 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 Walter,
Oh, wow. Well, we're going to listen to that kind of quick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Class is in session with Professor Walter E. Williams. Professor, we do want to talk about the latest article uh, that you just uh, put out. I quoted George Orwell. He says, some ideas are so stupid that only intellectuals believe. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So I I list some of the stupid ideas peddled by uh, intellectuals. On college campuses and elsewhere in the media, they say, well, gee, uh, capitalism is, is bad, but communism is good. It looks after the working man. Now, when people flee countries, when they're fleeing countries <laughs> with just their clothes on their back, which they tend to flee from, uh, communist countries or capitalist countries? Yeah. No, you, you don't see a big exit out of Britain, usually, or the U.S., <laughs> or, you know. Even that, France. That, the Soviet Union uh, caused the death of about 61 million people, uh, mostly its own citizens. And, for, and Mao Zedong, his, his regime was responsible for the death of as many as 78 million of its own citizens. Mm. The, you know, the slaughter by the communists make uh, Hitler's uh, crimes uh, appear almost amateurish. And then they're polluting our kids on college campuses by teaching them about white privilege. So what they're, what they're polluting the, young, the minds of young people uh, both black and white uh, young people, that somehow that if if you have higher income, uh, your kids go to better schools and they achieve more, that that is some kind of privilege. I think that they should change it. They ought to get rid of the concept of white privilege and just call it achievement. <laughs> Today, uh, there's a 75% illegitimacy rate, rate among uh, black people. It turned, and so a lot of professors and leftists will say, oh, well, this is a le- legacy of slavery, the breakdown of the black family. But in 1938, the illegitimacy rate among uh, black people was 11%. Mm. In, in the 1960, uh, only 22% of black kids lived in a uh, single uh, female-headed household. Today, over 70%. Then also, the poverty rate among blacks is 37%. However, blacks that can be characterized as married and working, the poverty rate is only uh, 8%, and it's been that way for several decades. And the poverty rate among blacks who have two people working, mother and father uh, working in the family, the poverty rate is 5%. And so you pick up the huge poverty rate uh, in female-headed households, and that applies to whites as well. That is, female-headed uh, white households are poorer than uh, intact uh, households. And so there, there are only four things that you have to do to avoid living in poverty. And it's not rocket science. That is, one, graduate from high school. Two, uh, don't have children before you get married. Three, take any kind of job. And four, stay out of the criminal justice system. Mm. Walter E. Williams. Yeah, Walter E. Williams uh, has passed away, uh, it looks like, uh, by the, uh, the stories we're getting at the age of 84. Wow. Hate to hear that. So, so did you, is there, is there any indication that if he got ill, if he was sick? I mean, obviously, 84 is not young. But, we can't uh, really find any stories on it other than it looks like there's an end date every time they list his name now. So, Well, he was, uh, he was one of those uh, bastions of common sense, and uh, just what he said in that clip right there alone, see, those concepts don't have a color to them. That applies to anyone of any ethnicity uh, if you apply those principles and try to avoid some of those obstacles. But even if you get some of those obstacles in your life, this country allows you to overcome it.
So we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get some of your phone calls next. We'll put Harry Murdahl on the phones. 866-WE-BE-BIG to join us. You can talk about whatever you want to. We'll go phone troll come back, which means uh, when we come back, which means we'll go 30 seconds a call, meaning if you get in line, we'll move through them quickly and get a lot of different topics when we phone troll on the Rick and Bubba show. When we come back, the number for you to reach us, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. 12 working days of Christmas starting tomorrow. Excited about that gift number one of 12 gifts on 12 working days all the way to the big year ender, which finds its way onto the calendar this year, December the 18th. Uh, Hey, Relief Factor has been with the Rick and Bubba Show for much of the last 27 years. Uh, it's an all-natural product that really it helps the body's natural inflammatory response. Uh, and and there, there's four botanicals that are that are used. It's all natural. It's not a stimulant. Uh, it's not a drug. <clears throat> and each one of these, you know, works really well on their own. But now we put them together in kind of a power pack uh, at Relief Factor. And you're hearing more about Relief Factor seems like every day. And we continue to get emails from from people who who have had great success. I'd like for you to hear now from Glenda out of the great state of Tennessee. She said, I originally decided to purchase the relief factor. She said, uh, after hearing you talk about it and I was going to get it for my husband, but then I decided to try it. Also, I clean houses and at 55, the work makes me ache on a regular basis. Uh, but like uh, you said, I felt to relief almost immediately. My husband has always also felt the same relief since he started taking it. So hope you're getting credit for two sales each month. And I can, uh, I, I can't see us not taking this for the rest of our lives because it has given our lives back to us. It's made our, our lives better. Uh, well, thank you very much for this uh, email, Glenda. If you would like to try it for three weeks, it's 1995 within that three week period, you'll know whether relief factor is working for you or not. Uh, hopefully it will. Uh, like it does for most everyone who uses it. So uh, go to relieffactor.com or you can go to rickandbubba.com, look at the sponsors button, and you'll find something right there. All right, so we mentioned phone troll at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So if you want to get in right now, you can. We'll go 30 seconds a pop, largest number of people coming in in a short amount of time. We have 10 lines uh, available here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, so that's good news. So you get in easier. And then if you're phone trolling, we go through them 30 seconds a pop, unless they get a timeout, uh, which there's only two of those, so we have to use those wisely, uh, then the line should move pretty good in front of you. So, uh, Speedy, tell us where we'll start uh, with our first 30-second call. Let's go to Sarah, guys. Sarah. Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Welcome to the phone trail. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. It's Sarah in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. How's it going? Good. Okay, I have to tell you something, and I'm kind of embarrassed, and I'm going to need a little timeout, but... (laughs) I got my top results for Spotify for what I've listened to the most this year. <laughs> Would you like to know how many minutes I have listened to the Rick and Bubba show? Yes. I got to hear it. it. I got to hear it. Okay. 56,599, mm. which translates to 38 days. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Bubba gave her a timeout, Rick. Sarah, I'm going to give you a timeout on 38 days. I'm kind of worried about what I'm doing with my life, guys. <laughs> no, no, so, no, 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 Sarah, what, basically what you're saying, a twelfth of your year was spent with us. 
<laughs> Correct. One more than one month of my year, I have been with Rick and Bubba in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> That well, is see, funny. but remember, it's only wasted time if what you're spending your time on has no value. Yeah. 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 Well, I, okay, so here's the deal. I've listened to y'all since I was probably 12 years old. I'm 38. We live in Colorado now, and it makes me feel at home, and it makes me feel like I'm in touch with my roots, and I'm. y'all are a great news source. My 14-year-old daughter would probably disagree that y'all are a great news source, but... <laughs> well, she's a stupid just, kid. She doesn't y'all. know. <laughs> no, she she's she's trying to find her way, and she will. <laughs> she, well, she's sitting here with me now, going, "Mom, shut up! Mom, shut up!" Well, <laughs> your your mom is full of wisdom, and look at the time she's devoted to getting smarter. That's right. That's right. I've de- I've devoted thirty eight full days to getting smarter this year. <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, that's, that's a great. lot of time we spent together. Sarah. That's right. Yep. I know. Well, what I do is I listen to the podcast on Spotify. And so throughout my day, I'll just pop in a headphone while I'm cooking or when I'm running errands or when I'm, I'm a real estate broker. And if I'm driving, I mean, like y'all are my, I always like catch back up wherever I left off and I do it all throughout the day, which obviously translates to a whole lot of time. That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you, Sarah. I'm honored. I I love that. I say, let's go. I love you. Let's try to break 40 days next year. There you go. Okay. Okay. We can go for it. And I challenge anybody else to beat that, honestly. That's good. That's that's really good. Look, she's in Colorado. It's like like popping in help. Yeah. You know, I want to do the math now and see how many hours we've been on this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So she said she was at 50. How many? How many? 38 50? days. 38 days. Yeah. 38 days. So mm. She took the hours and I guess divided uh, by 24. I still have her here. Sarah, how many hours was that? 56,599 minutes. A minute. Okay. Minutes. Got it. Wow. I got can, it. I, can I just warn y'all, this is going to be math heavy. Okay. Know, so we got to be get your calculator out and be careful. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thanks, Sarah. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, I need help from you, Rick. Do I dare go to the comment that says, needs guidance on wife's armpit hairs? Yeah, go ahead. I I think Uh, absolutely. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, Let's go to Dick in Alabama. How's it going, fellas? Good. Good. Got a problem. Uh, I got my old lady sitting here next to me. We've had a debate the whole car ride while we was listening to y'all's show. And she likes to have these long armpit hairs, like longer than mine. And I tell her it's not cool, but she's she's refusing to shave them because she says it's not a problem. Now, what but part of I Europe tell- is she from? I'm gonna give you Ham's time out too. <laughs> okay. Well, she's from Bluntsville. <laughs> Look, nobody in Bluntsville. I mean, she's been raised better than that. Women in America, and especially women down south, do not have underarm hair they don't well does it match see, your goatee <laughs> we were together for a while before i noticed it because i guess she had them braided and put back but <laughs> boy she let them loose and they hang down now and now i feel like i got a boyfriend instead of a girlfriend <laughs> yeah this is problem now this uh, if she's listening you need to go home and, and not shave those things tomorrow you need to shave under your arms today <laughs> listen she's blood red right now Mm, She's okay. probably gonna pull some clippers out here in a minute. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, look, yeah. That's that's an easy question. Yeah. yeah. That's that's unacceptable. We can't have that. Nope. Yeah, I think I'd pass on that. Uh huh. All right. So we're out of timeouts, guys. Okay. okay. All right. Well, now it's it, now it's rough cut. Well, well who's next? You got to admit those. I think both of those were timeout worthy. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Thomas in Huntsville. Thomas. 
Hey, Thomas. Howdy. Hey. Uh, Bubba, that tree you want to get rid of? Yes, sir. Pull the branches off, turn them into little Charlie Brown-style trees, hang a Rick and Bubba ornament off of them, and auction them off for charity. Have a Bubba Brown Christmas. <laughs> well, I don't know that we could get the limbs out of it. I don't know that it comes out. You know, it's it's one of those all made together with the lights yeah. in it and all that stuff. Oh no! And then I'll I tell can y'all make this the thing... great comment from Lucy on the Christmas special. You know, Bubba is a blockhead, but he picked out a really nice tree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Chris in Pensacola. Chris, hey guys, how's it going this morning? We're Good. great. Hey, you guys were talking earlier about snacks. I want to see you guys' opinion about what do you guys think about the chocolate chip cookies with the oatmeal cream pie filling in between them? Uh, it kind of makes my head tickle. It's a little <laughs> much for me. You, you know, it's good, I, it, it's, yeah. say it one more time. The oatmeal cream pie filling that's in between them. You know how they right. do the oatmeal cream pies? Right. The Little Debbie uh, has them, and they've got the chocolate chip cookies sandwiched into them. Hmm. Well, I tell you, a chocolate chip cookie with anything in yeah. between, it's good with that's, me. That's real good. Yeah, I think he's throwing you by calling it the oatmeal cream. It's right. just cream. Yeah, uh, right. you, you, what, you, what you've got is two chocolate chip cookies with cream in between them. That's, that's what he's trying to say. You know, I put a pe- I've put peanut butter between them here in the studio. They're good that way. Hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, that's the one that where your doctor keeps texting me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. If it ain't him, it's Betty. Right. Uh, continuing on the How phone. How can sugar be that bad for you? How? <laughs> I know, I know. Aaron in Tuscaloosa. What's up? You got 30 seconds. Hey, guys. I just want to say that I hate crunchy bacon. Really? So you're one of these chewy bacon people? Yes, chewy bacon all day. Ah, man. I don't it get, just, I don't I get mean, that. I, I, it kind of hangs there, kind of greasy, flopping uh, around. I just don't know. No. It, just t- it just tastes better. Okay, I look, I know. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've been around. It's just a preference. I understand that, and to each his own. But um, uh, it just... He know. sounds weird. Yeah. Greg. He, he sounds weird. That sounds weird. What would you say, Greg? He does. He, he sounds weird yeah. talking about his bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back. More phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG as the phone troll continues. And now when the phone troll continues, it's rough cut now because uh, all yeah. timeouts are gone. Wow. There's a lot of them, yeah. too, Rick. Yeah, so we'll come back. We'll roll through them rapid fire at 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you want to join us, might be a, a line or two available. You can. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. We're going to you know more of your phone troll phone calls to wrap up this hour. Twelve working days of Christmas starts tomorrow. Gift number one, then twelve big gifts and twelve consecutive days all the way to the big year ender on December the eighteenth. Wednesday Bible study back today. We'll be live right here on the YouTube channel for those of you that are watching that right now uh, at noon central, one o'clock Eastern. If you would like to watch that live. As we finish the book of Second Peter, and boy, has that had been a timely book uh, with all that is going on, our walk through First and Second Peter. Uh, but we'll wrap that up today, and it'll be archived uh, soon after. Then Adler gets that on the YouTube channel archived, and then Helmsy and he uh, put out uh, the audio and video archive for you to consume on your own time, uh, and links provided on all the Rick and Bubba social media 
platforms. Also, don't forget to shop rickandbubba.com under the store for all the great Christmas gift ideas. Uh, so you can make sure that the Rick and Bubba fans on your Christmas list, or maybe you're someone that wants the latest Rick and Bubba stuff, check the new items and even some of the classic items at rickandbubba.com under the store. All right, so we continue with the phone troll. No timeouts are left, Greg. <laughs> no, none. None? So, so here we go, 30 seconds for whoever is next. All right, let's go to, uh, let's see here, let's go to Brett, Rick, and Huntsville. Brett, hey, Brett. you got 30 seconds. Hey, uh Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. Uh, listen, I was just wishing uh, Rick and uh, Greg, hope y'all come back negative on your test and all your family. Thank you, uh, Thank you buddy. Listen, listen uh, on these uh, vaccines that they're going to be uh, giving out, how are we going to know the truth about the results of these vaccines in these other countries, uh, just like we did when they... Uh, hmm. Is he saying, can, will it be reliable on the information we get from well, uh, the vaccines? Is that what he means? You know, he, so, yeah. here is the problem. Uh, there is a reliability problem right now with all information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to the average American right now, science has been all over the road with this. And there's some truth to that. Some of it is they keep refining what they're saying as they have more evidence. Because, quite frankly, when this started, none of us was alive 100 years ago and lived through the Spanish flu pandemic. So nobody knew what to, what to expect or what to deal with. So, But I understand your concern. I would say always when it comes to health care, trust your doctor. Ask your doctor. They are studying this thing. They are being uh, going over this with their medical group, their medical association, um, and, and your local doctor that you see is probably the best source of information. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the 100% right because, you know, the, the good news is this, if, if Biden can be sworn in and the vaccine go out and he have something to do with the vaccine, the vaccine is going to be a raging success. Uh, that's how it will be. Uh, and, and, and Trump was trying to rush it to the market. Biden got it there in perfect time, hmm. uh, to save us all from COVID. Uh, the other countries, who knows? Uh, I'm with Bubba. I think your your local doctor and the doctor that has been taking care of you for most of your life probably will give you the most non-political answers on this. Yeah. All right, let's go to Jennifer in Kentucky. Jennifer, 30 seconds. Yes, I just wanted to um, first say good morning and to let you all know that there are never too many trees in a house. We have one 10-foot tree, seven seven-foot trees, and all are decorated with different themes. And I punished my husband to help do them by either sending him hunting or sending him to do what he wants to do. So they're all out of the house while I decorate. Jennifer, that sounds like a winning formula. Let me tell you something, Jennifer. (laughs) Any wife can have as many trees as they want to as long as the husband does not have to decorate. That's right. (laughs) Jennifer, let me me ask you. uh, There she went. (laughs) Jennifer, I was just wondering what your themes were. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a snowman where, thing. Where, do, where in the world do you have the storage room for that many different Well, that was the other question. Where do you put those? How do you move them around? Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Jerry in Piedmont. Jerry, 30 seconds. Morning, guys. Hey. Hey, listen, Rick, I just wanted you to know that you have really, really turned me around listening to you talk about the dogs and everything. Hell, I went home and loaded mine up, and then there was a couple of the neighbor's dogs in my yard. I loaded them up and took every damn one of them to the pound. Okay. <laughs> well done. Well done. That's a way to get back on Jerry. top of it. I don't want to get back on top of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Harry, is, is he's saying two. He's, he's waving at me two. 
in the uh, the the room there. Nathan, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Nathan, Good. welcome. Hey, I just wanted to call in tell y'all I just dropped my first buck about thirty minutes ago. Well, congratulations. I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, go out there and find them here in a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. so you you are you in the shooting house right now? I know. I was checking a duck hole and was walking back. Luckily, I had my rifle on me. Okay, uh, so you're so back at the house, hunting house, or what? I mean, your your cabin or yeah, whatever. whatever it is, and just calling us. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, you well Nathan, it. Nathan, I'd get out there and find it. It ain't official till you got it. <laughs> did you call oh, us before you look for it? <laughs> oh no, I'm going over. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry. I went about thirty four Wait a minute. Did he? Did he call us yeah. before you looked for <laughs> he did, it? He did. He went back and called and said he just shot it, but he, he hadn't looked. <laughs> Well, good for him. Well done. Well, if you listen and begin the call, I think I heard the echo of the shot. Yeah, yeah still going through the mountains. Uh, all right, let's go to Hayden in Alabama. Hayden, 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, thanks, Thanks buddy. for calling. Um, so this morning I went hunting uh, afterwards. I went to uh, met up my wife for some breakfast. Got some tater tots. Uh, started got a ketchup packet, and I looked down at it and realized, what am I doing? This is a ketchup packet. But I just wanted to say, uh, some ketchup packs, some, some things are good for little tiny tater tots. I understand you guys don't like them, but I love them for tater tots. Okay. Well, I mean, no. I don't, no, like, I mean, I don't like packets. I've never liked no. them because usually they're sticky on the outside. You, you, you squirt out, you know, water and vinegar. and I mean, it's all broken up and all that. I like a good old bottle that you can get it out of. Yeah, let me tell you when a packet is okay on tater tots or anything, when you have no other choice. Right, yeah, that's it. Right, that's it. Right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Sean in Florida. Have Sean. you ever picked one up that wasn't sticky ever? No. Have you? And, and your point, have you ever did the first squeeze and water didn't come out? Uh, no. Uh, Sean, what's up? Hey, uh, since I live in Florida, can I just be put on hold so I can st- – uh, for the 12 days of Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you want in now for tomorrow. You know, that cost us probably 120 bucks. Look, so, some of you that live in markets where you don't have an affiliate that rolls this thing live, you, you're going to have to get TuneIn savvy, YouTube savvy. You're going to have to get a, some some kind of streaming plan. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to in order to be. And, and because we usually take a caller that's so far into it, there's no real advantage, I think, to the people who may be on a slight delay because. We go longer than that delay taking calls usually. Do you think the archive people, like your podcast archive people, do they go ahead and play out that whole weird world they live in and go ahead and call anyway? Well, now that is the only difference. If you're listening to the whole show delayed, then you got another issue there. Yeah, do you think, I mean, you know, you, a lot of them say they live in their own Rick and Bubba universe. Do they go as far as to, like, pretend to call and everything? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you dial up if you're listening to the podcast replay and just act like it's live? <laughs> yeah, just say, I want the full experience. I'm going to see if I can't get in. <laughs> well, somebody calls because I see these phone lines ringing all during the day after oh, yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Just, yeah, listening at different times. Guys, I don't think we can squeeze another one in. I don't. Get one more. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's go to Trey. Uh, Trey in Colorado. Trey, what's up? Morning, guys. I'm going to make this story worse uh, for Greg and Rick. Uh, did you guys see the Vanderbilt kicker gave the halftime speech? No. no You're, making that up. You're making that up. Take she, it back. She said, nope. Daily Wire said she wasn't. She, she was mad that they weren't cheering on their teammates and uplifting each other more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, thanks. Thanks for being with us. We'll wrap it up uh, for a lot of you. Uh, check rickandbubba.com, all the different ways to grab Rick and Bubba content. If our time is up, 
Uh, Lord willing, we'll catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Merry Christmas. 12 working days of Christmas starts tomorrow. Don't miss it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.